I'm Shaharazani, and in the news, a changed Middle East through the power of women. Last week, we spoke to the Honorable Jason Greenblatt, and we heard of the great hope that was in the heart of the Abraham Accords, which not only filters all the way down to the individual level, but is also a continuous and inspirational endeavor. Efforts in this direction, as we said, are ongoing, and not just from high above at the level of government and diplomatic circles. Today, we want to share with you one such inspirational endeavor, Dove's Women Making Peace is an organization focused on women building bridges between people. The Doves International Peace Conference is scheduled to take place April 30th through May 1st in Tel Aviv. It is open to high-level women who can use their influence to teach others in their own countries the lessons they learn at the programs and promote peace and understanding between nations. With us to tell us more about these wonderful endeavors is Dove's founder and executive director, Valerie Laser Greenfield. For the past decade, Valerie has assisted Israeli and American companies in efforts of business development with strategies for funding, marketing, sales, and communications. She is the founder and executive director of Doves, a nonprofit organization seeking to bring women from around the world together to promote education, business, peace and security in the Middle East. She's a, and often speaks at conferences in Dubai, travels to the UAE, Saudi Arabia and Bahrain. Previously, Ms. Greenfield consulted in Washington DC for organizations such as the Dr. Henry Kissinger Center for Strategic and International Studies, the Reagan White House Office of Legislative Affairs and the Honeywell Corporation Public Affairs. Among her many avenues of operation, Ms. Greenfield also served as a fellow at the Institute for the Study of Global Antisemitism and Policy, our friends at ISGAP. Valerie, thank you so much for joining us on JBS today. Thank you so much for having me. So you are actually speaking to us all the way from Jerusalem. Yes. So yes. what brought I you to Jerusalem? Tell us a little bit about your personal history. It's interesting. I made Aliyah two years ago today. So Wow, this is Mazel Tov. Aliversary. <laughs> we get to celebrate your anniversary. <laughs> Yes, thank you very much. Um, yes, yeah, so I, since I was nine years old, I wanted to make Aliyah. And um, I had the opportunity to go to school at Tel Aviv University for a semester. I wanted to stay, but it you know, wasn't good for my parents, uh, of course. Right. And so I, I, you know, then later I moved to Washington, D.C. To, to work in the political realm and got married and had children. So that wasn't going to work moving here. And now my youngest son um, is 19 and he's in college. Wow. And so I figured this was a window that was going to close if I didn't move right away. So, so here I am in the Holy Land and I'm-, I'm You decided to take that move. Let me ask you about your political career. What attracted you to politics to begin with? Um, I just want, I guess it's similar to why I started Dove. Exactly. Is that I want to make a difference. Right. I want to help people come together and create a safe space to con to have conversations and talk about what we can do um, to make things better in different areas. And in, in Washington, I worked in the security area. I worked for Honeywell um, and I worked on Capitol Hill. And, right. and as you said, all of the long resume. So, um I guess the the uh, idea is the same for politics and for right to make to make a difference. And may I ask, uh, when did you make Aliyah? 
Two years ago today. Two years ago. So if two years ago today you made Aliyah, was your intention to just make Aliyah to Israel and stay in Israel? Or were you aiming to begin with at playing a part in, uh, in these regional changes? Because, you know, two years ago was, you know, the height right after the Abraham Accords were signed. There was optimism in the air. There still is very much of that. There is a lot of excitement, just like we heard from Jason Greenblatt. So what, yes. what propelled you? Was there an immediate catalyst or what did you have in mind? Uh, so originally I was working with the startups from the United States, going back and forth, living primarily there. And so I, my intention was just to do the reverse and live primarily here, but continue the same work. But because of the Abraham Accords, I was so thrilled um, with the opportunity as a, as a Jewish woman to go to the UAE and Dubai and, and, um, and Abu Dhabi and speak with the leadership there and speak with the business people. And so that opened up a whole new opportunity to do business in, in all of the Abraham Accord countries. Right. So the power of women in general is a significant force in society and politics, as we're seeing in various places around the world. And I do believe we should see much more of it. I am one a major fan of that power, uh, both from home and beyond. Uh, but I, I, I want to ask you, I couldn't help but noticing before that you have a beautiful painting of the late Golda Meir in your home, in your living room. And I wanted to ask you a little bit about that. Um, what does Golda mean to you? What's, what's, what does she symbolize and how does she affect what you do today? Thank you. Yes, so Golda has always been someone that I've admired. Um, I don't necessarily agree with her political agenda, but who she was as a person and the fact that she gave all of herself to the state of Israel to make to make it safe and to um, to work for women's rights was one of the main things that she did. Um, it, it means a lot to me. She was really a leader, one of the first leader, leaders in, in the Middle East, for sure, um, to, to run a country. So right. you know, she's she's a glass ceiling breaker. And she I'm is. hoping for many more like her. You know, the, um, it's, it's incredible that you're mentioning it because you really are following in her footsteps. One of the, you mentioned working for human rights. You know, Valerie, one of the very little known facts about the late Golda Meir was that she, with her vision, was the one who established Israel's international aid mechanism within the Israeli foreign ministry, which she did at the beginning of the 50s in her capacity as foreign minister, already wow. thinking to herself, you know, imagine this, as Israel is struggling for its very existence, you know, trying to get weapons to defend itself from all of our enemies around, and here is Golda Meir thinking to herself, what can I do to be an equitable member in the family of nations and help others in building those long-term relationships, which is quite incredible, hence me being a fan. So you being able to mention that and having that knowledge is incredible, which I'm happy to, of course, share with the viewers who've heard it many a time on, on JBS. So in your work, you started in the private sector and connected yeah. startups you know, with, a, with other companies in the US and the world. And then here you are, a Jewish woman starting to travel, may I ask, on your own? in, in yeah. <laughs> Arab states and in the Gulf? Yes, and you know, I've had no problems. So, no, um, for, I have to ask you, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll push on that. Nobody told you, and like before you go, your, your, your kids, your, your husband, anyone, family, don't they tell you, <laughs> you know, mom, you can't go, it's so risky, you're gonna go on your own, you're Jewish, weren't you? Um... You knew I was gonna go anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I, it's my personality, I think. I, 
you know, the region has opened doors for women and our time is really right now. Um, they, the, the, the countries, uh, UAE, Bahrain, Morocco, and now um, Sudan, um, now that their government is becoming more stable, right? Um, they're really welcoming us with open arms. They want the technology that the Israelis have invented. They need it. And they want to move forward in partnership and peace. And it's it's actually an incredible time for of opportunity. Right you now. know, the um, so so let me just understand this. You decide you're going to go. And you just uh -huh. go, you just land there, and you. What, what did it feel like? Well, I, you're giving me too much credit. <laughs> um, I started. Um, I went on a on a mission. It was a diplomatic mission with the Republican Jewish Coalition. Mm -hmm. um, and um, you've mentioned Jason Greenblatt, and right. he is part of our board. Oh wow! Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, and so I went two years ago, no, it's two and a half, three years ago already, um, to one of the very first missions to Saudi Arabia and the UAE Wow. Um, with the RJC. And so they opened the doors. And while I was there, I was able to meet, you know, higher ups and in business and in government in both countries. And they were incredibly welcoming. They even flew in kosher food for oh, our wow. food, which was unbelievable. Wow. Um, and they were very cognizant about our religion, which I thought was really special. Um, you know, Jason also mentioned, you know, moving around with his son, with the Yarmulka, being able to observe yes. Shabbat, you know, people coming up, approaching him positively, which is quite impressive. So, uh, and you know, what's really telling is the fact that you were able to establish such a relationship with them that beyond that first mission that you had with the RJC, you go back there and you're able to leverage those connections and do more. Thank you. Well, actually, while I was there, I've had so many conferences, as many most people have, and you get home and you have all these cards and you write everybody and half the time nobody writes you back. Right. So I was like, I don't want to waste this opportunity. So I made the appointments right there while I was still in the room. I said, I want to, I'm coming back here in three weeks. Um, I'd like to make an appointment right now. And because I live in Israel, it's easy for me. I'm not having to come all the way from the United States. So this way I can represent other companies from the U.S. or wherever um, because of the proximity. That's incredible. You see, um, this is a great message for you, our viewers, just to see how it's done. <laughs> She's not <laughs> waiting to email after coming back. She's already setting up. That's very impressive, Valerie. And you're saying you, you, so you found an open door in the Arab world for your endeavors. Very much so. What did you feel um, was their sentiment about you, about Jews, about Israel? I found that they were very open um, and respectful. And I wasn't really sure what to expect when I went. I right. wasn't sure if women, you know, as a businesswoman, if I would be um, accepted. Right. Um, but I found that, you know, especially in Saudi Arabia, the, the the MBS, the, the crown prince, he really wants to open up his society because MBS, Muhammad bin Salman, right. Yes, Muhammad bin Salman. He wants to open up his, his country to women because he's got a brain drain for many years. The smart women are going to the Ivy League schools in, you know, in the UK and the US and they're not coming back. And he knows that he's losing 50% of his population. So the best thing for him to do is include women in the country as well as um, those coming from other countries. And I think he, he's been very, very smart in his strategies. Wow. So then um, what, what did you hear behind closed doors about Israel? 
Like, what, what did you hear? Were they asking questions? Um, I, you know, it's it's at the beginning when the relations are just, you know, getting warmed up. What kind of questions or reactions did you get to the to the state of Israel and to your efforts? We did talk about pretty much anything. I was actually very surprised how open they were with us right. and how they wanted to hear whatever we had to say. They were willing to listen. And uh, I felt the same. It's uh, It was really a very reciprocal kind of um, discussion. And they, you know, they are consumers as well. They want the best technologies in the world. And if right. they happen to come from Israel, if they're, if they're working with Jewish people, it didn't seem to matter at all. They, they're, they're, they're wanting to save their economy. And getting to know each other by the, uh, as a by the way. You know what attracted me most when I read about your incredible story and the conference and Doves was the ability to translate you know, international mechanisms of diplomacy and relate to it as an individual. You came up and said, here I am, I'm Valerie, that's what I do, and here is, here is how I can connect my private personal world into deepening the relations in the region between the state of Israel and its Arab neighbors. And that's not a given, Valerie. A lot of people would just stay in their lane, as they say, and just continue doing business. And you decided to go ahead and establish Doves. When did you do so, and why did you decide to do it? Actually, I woke up in the middle of the night and said, I have to start some organization. And I was thinking, this is a dream. Where did this come from? And then I realized if I go back to sleep at 2.30 in the morning, I'm going to wake up and say, what was that thing I was thinking about? So I wrote the mission statement right then and there. And I started organizing my thoughts about what is it that this organization should do? Um, so I didn't have a plan. It came to me. And then because I had do, been I had been traveling through the Abraham Accord countries. I started making friends, you know, the people that I was thinking of doing business with, I invited those women to be a part of the founders and to be a part of the board. And pretty soon we had an amazing high level um, business women and entrepreneurs and um, diplomats and of every level, educators, uh, philanthropists, you name it. And, um, and now we have a wonderful group of women that really want to exchange ideas and find ways to make positive change. How did you make those connections with the other women who are involved with Doves? So some of them were from going to conferences like the RJC, like the Jerusalem Post conference that was in Marrakesh. Right. Um, and then while I was in Marrakesh, I, I looked at where's the Jewish um, community. Mostly it's in Casablanca. So I went to Casablanca and I met women there. So it's all part of the business that I had been doing. I was asked to speak at a, a conference in Dubai. So I met women there and it's just, we started a big WhatsApp group and, and everybody's talking to each other and it's, it's truly amazing. Wow, that's, that's an incredible uh, endeavor and, and a very notable. One of the headlines about you read, um, out of the Abraham Accords were born the Sarah Accords, which, is, <laughs> which I really loved. Um, tell us a little bit about the conference itself planned in Tel Aviv for April 30th to May 1st. Yes. So it'll be an evening, break the ice, the, 20, the, the 30th of April at a dinner. And then the whole day will be fully packed with amazing women from around the region. And yesterday I met um, on WhatsApp four women from Albania that want to come, which wow. is amazing to me. Um, one of our panelists, Joy Rothenberg, um, who's also a founder, 
um, her family is from Sudan. And so she just was in Sudan last week meeting with um, the, I guess, the Sudanese president and, and the entrepreneurs there. And so she's going to talk about her family growing up there, what what is Sudan like? And then, of course, what is the future of the relationship between Israel and Sudan? Wow. And um, so and we have members of Knesset that, are, that will be speaking. Um, the foreign ministry, um, there's a woman... Um, her name is a senior uh, diplomat at the ministry who is maybe thank part you. a senior diplomat in the in the um, Tanya is her name. Right. And her title is um, director of world religions. And I thought, wow, like how many governments in the world have such a title? That's Tanya and, Berg Raffaele. Yes, she's amazing. She is. Thank you. And um, so she's going to be speaking and talking about the changes that have come from her view um, from the Abraham Accords. But um, what, what I get to say is, but you, you have to appreciate the fact that this initiative emanates from within, right, Valerie? It's you. I mean, you're, wow. you and Doves and your friends uh, in the organization, and you're pulling in all of these powers and all of these forces from the Knesset and government in the region to bring people together to the power of women. So we're all part of it. You know, every every person that wants to be a part of this mission um, adds a lot. And and together, when we have conversations, we bring out things in each other that we didn't even realize we had. Right. And I'm hoping that through these dialogues, um, because we provide a very safe and secure environment to speak their mind, um, everyone, you know, can create something new or a new idea, looking at things in a different way. You know, they say that um, Passover, Pesach is a time of renewal and rejuvenation. It's a time for the spring and to start, you know, a new adventure in the in the book of life. And this is one of the most beautiful episodes I think all of us could be inspired by. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate your support. I and mean, we've had a lot of support from a lot of people. Right. And it's, it's, I think in this time and age, Valerie, it's important for our viewers, but for everyone else to know and to learn about these important initiatives because the news cycle is filled with negativity and, and blockades and, and building walls between people. And to find those rare individuals who are busy building bridges is what JBS is all about. Well, thank you for giving us the opportunity. Um, I hope that uh, any of your viewers who are interested in, in joining our organization. So let's let me ask you that. Oh, how, sorry, do sorry. People <laughs> learn, how do people learn more about Doves, about your organization? Where could they find information in the activities you do and in all of the great work? So we have a website. Um, it's Doves, W-M-P, womenmakingpeace.com. And we also own .org. Um, but we have um, information about the speakers uh, online and about the trip. We're doing a four-day trip with an amazing tour guide, um, Eve Harrow. And oh, she's, she's phenomenal. Yeah. She's very well-versed on all three religions. And right. she wants to take us through Israel and show us the parts that of, of all three religions so that we can see the country that we love through someone else's eyes right. and through their religion and what they love. Um, and I think it's it's an incredible opportunity. So people can register for the conference, April yeah, 30th to May 1st, and for the trip, like two separate things, tour. two yes. separate activities. Yes, and the tour, um, all the whole, all the places that we're planning to go around the country will is also on the website, so they can get a, a flavor of what it's about. 
and your long-term vision, Valerie? Peace, of course. Um, I would love to be a part of helping Saudi Arabia to make peace with Israel. And I would love to have the opportunity to bring more Muslims from the Abraham Accord countries to Israel to um, maybe teach them what they might not have known or maybe change some of the views that they have at the moment. Because once you get to this country, you see things in a very different light. You do, right? When you see Israel, you feel Israel, you really get to know what reality is like so far away from perceptions. By the way, were you always, did you grow up a Zionist? Oh yes, absolutely. Well, Always. That's, uh, that's, I think you have it in your neshama. Yeah, that's true. You really do. It really is part of our soul. You know, you're, sure. you're absolutely right. Thank you so much, Valerie. This has Thank been you, truly Valerie. inspirational. Yeah. Just listening to your, you know, vision translated into action and all the way from Jerusalem, emanating from your personality of who you are to what you do in your business life and professional life to this passion. It's truly uh, an example of how all of us, all of us can make a difference. Thank you very much for the opportunity. It's a pleasure. Well, what a great story to get to know of that kind of level of inspiration that exists within us all as individuals. Valerie is a manifestation of inspiration translating into deeds. What a pleasure it was to have Valerie and a great pleasure to have all of you, our viewers. Thank you for watching and listening to a beautiful lesson of what we can all do to be a part of the peacemaking process if only we choose to do so. Thank you all for watching. I'd like to thank our director, Sloan Copeland, JBS's managing director, Dara Golob, our technical manager, Michael Paley, transmission manager, John McDevitt, and to our wonderful producer of In The News, Carol Lilienthal. For JBS, I'm Shahar Azani. Until next time, see you soon. Shalom and later.